You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. Happy free agency week. Oh, boy. The Blue Kool-Aid drinkers this week talk about yesterday's massive, massive haul, a historic day for... Lions. I mean, we haven't had this kind of free agency in a long time. And they they say free agency wins Super Bowls. Well, not, maybe not quite. But nonetheless, Lions having a big day. And we'll dive into that and the impact on the draft that we'll have as well. So a lot of instant reaction. Um, this is one of our more peppier episodes for sure. A lot of good news flowing around. Big things happening in the NFL, especially with our boys and the Honolulu Blue. So if you like what you listen to, please listen, subscribe, leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. And now, time for the podcast. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast, where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rub Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z to talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, it's March 11th, and we'll hopefully be remembering this day for a while. Um, We're joined by the rest of the crew, uh, Raw Dog, Bob, UJ. Big day for the Lions, huh? Yeah, baby. So just to give nice. a brief recap, um, first of all, since the last time we talked, the Lions released T.J. Lang, um, Glover Quinn, obviously he was released a while ago, Nevin Lawson, and then Trevor Bates was also cut today. But now now for the fun part, the signings. We woke up this morning and Danny Amendola was signed almost immediately um, to a one-year, $4.5 million contract. Then we found out – No surprise. Yeah, then we found out maybe a little-known Justin Coleman – a defensive back in the Seattle Seahawks who once played for the Patriots. Um, you'll notice a common theme here. <laughs> yeah. So also playing for the Patriots at one point. Uh, Justin Coleman, the highest paid nickelback. That's his uh, title now. Uh, four years, $36 million. Then the really big one came in around noon. Uh, Trey Flowers, five years, 80 to $85 Trey. million. Dollars. Trey? Yes. Trey. Trey. <laughs> yeah, baby. And then, the la- and then the last one was Jesse James, who I'm super pumped about. Uh, the, the contract yes. details are undisclosed right now, but that one 
really oh. that one really got me just jumping up and down. So we'll, hey, let's... Z, just so you know, it's not the porn star Jesse James. It's, uh... <laughs> okay, when you don't get too excited, it's the outlaw. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I want to take these one by one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to take these one by one here, and first we're gonna really touch on uh, the big one, the, the big news of the day, the number one overall uh, free agent considering everybody else that got franchised and things of that nature. Uh, Trey Flowers, the Lions grabbing him nice and early right away. Yes. Just, well, it, it's, it's the reaction. With, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled by this. Oh, my t- I, I'm, I'm beyond thrilled. This, this is the guy we wanted. We've been talking about for a while, and, and they actually went out and freaking got him. They paid the money. He's a young guy. We got him for a few years. Man, he's going to be fantastic. He's going to improve our defense yeah. immediately. Yeah, he's 25 years old right now. And plus, yeah. he fits the scheme, everything. I mean, you couldn't ask for more right now. Yeah, that's the it's thing. So I mean, funny it's so be- funny. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, and that's to say it's funny because, you know, this whole time he was like the most earliest identified prospect. And then we go through this whole process to the point where I almost completely just ruled him out myself as a possibility. <laughs> like, yeah. It's. He was the only edge on the free agent market and all this stuff. I didn't think we were going to make the move. And then, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Then they, I didn't they, think it would be in the talking period we'd have it settled. Snapped him up right away. Yeah, and this is, like you said, this is a guy uh, Patricia is very familiar with. So um, he's going to fit the scheme, and he's young, and he's in his prime, and we got him. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy with it. And I love the I, the contract isn't that bad. It's 16 to $17 million a year. Um, that we just paid Ziggy Ansah seventeen million for last year, and we got nothing out of him basically. Right. Yeah. You know what I'd even like to see now. I just want to throw this in there real quick. I'm sorry, but I'd like to see him sign Ansah now for a, a lower contract or you know incentive laden contract. I don't know. Hmm. If they could get him, make him an offer. If, if they yeah. can, I mean, I don't know if they seem possible, but uh, I don't. Know. I don't know what his market's going to look like. I don't either. Yeah. With his injury history, it's going to be tough. And there's teams out there though with a lot of money that even haven't that haven't spent, which shocks me more that the Lions are able to get um, a player like Trey Flowers so quickly, considering teams like the Colts and the Jets with these massive amount of cap space, uh, not not spending. And Trey Flowers just re- really must like the defensive system and really like Matt Patricia. It just shows you free agents want to come to Detroit. Free agents want to come here. Right. Do, you, well, do you think maybe we like him a little bit more than other teams because of our – we just kind of – the natural kind of fit we saw there? Or do you think other teams were kind of looking at him as highly as we were? Oh, I absolutely you know? think other teams were uh, looking at him highly. For sure. Yeah, I think so. But I think – yeah, like you say, though, I think he was a natural fit with the Lions considering uh, oh, yeah. Patricia and Quinn. Yeah. But, yeah, what about – talk about that. That contract is pretty good. And – uh a guy we didn't get, Landon Collins, signed for a huge sum. Oh, my God. Redskins. Did you see that? It's like, it's like man, oh, yeah. six years, $84 million. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? That was insane. I would hate it for if we did safety? that. If you're yeah. the Giants, uh, you really screwed that up because they did not um, they did not extend him for the extra year. Or they did not franchise him. It would have cost them $11.5 million against the cap. And now he's getting paid more than that. And so <laughs> – they, yeah. they would have had a, they would have had a nice trade chip there on their uh, and they get they give him up for nothing. Do the Giants have anybody thought... left? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, if they do have any notable defenders left, the Lions will take them probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but no, just this Trey Flowers uh, signing, it just has a lot of impact, especially uh, do, you, do you, well, I guess my next question, do you think it has any impact? Well, maybe we'll get into it later about the impact on the draft. But the next, the big signing, the one I got oh. really excited about was this Jesse James signing. I, I, yeah, I've been yeah. talking about this guy uh, a couple times in the pod here. And I even texted about you to you guys this week. Uh, the two tight ends I was looking at us hopefully signing was either Jesse James or maybe Darren Fells, although Darren Fells is, well, fell uh, off the wagon recently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I had no interest in seeing Fells back in Detroit. But yeah. Jesse James, yeah. I love this guy. 6'7", 260. He's only two – he's uh, 24 years old only. We're getting this guy right in yeah. his prime. He does have some drop issues. Uh, I've seen him from time to time when watching him play. But, man, this guy is a tank. He's been part of the dominant offensive line that's led the league in rushing the last three years. I just want to see yeah. him stiff arm cornerbacks like little rag dolls on the sidelines as he's running. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I saw him do that for Pittsburgh back last year. I was like, oh, my God, I would love to see that guy be a lion. Yeah, and what did he, here what did, it is. What do you have like thirty grabs last year? And that was uh, on a team that had a lot of receiving options. So mm-hmm. he'll he'll probably right. get more opportunities with the with Detroit. Yeah, mm. I think it's a terrific signing. I, I really do. I mean, first of all, besides the obvious need, I think they actually got a plus player here uh, as far as blocking. He, he's a he's a plus blocker, and I think he is a decent receiver. I mean, he's not he's not going to catch sixty or hundred passes, but. He'll be a good, good weapon for Stafford to use for sure. Oh yeah, he was in. He was involved in one of those Calvin type catches, right? With the controversial. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, was, that, was against, that was against the Patriots. He uh, he tried extending across the goal line, but fumbled as he was extending, and they ruled it a fumble, I believe, instead of a touchdown. Yeah, it was but... a, the very last play of the game, and it was uh, very controversial. I thought. <laughs> they got screwed. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'm right happy with that. This signing, though, I thought, you know, obviously tight end was a need, and, and this guy looks like he'll be a good fit. Oh, yeah. Now if we get Hawkinson, then then you get Hawkinson and him, and now you got two good blocking tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, that was, that was, well, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can touch on that in a few moments. Uh, I just – I really like – I really, really, really like this guy. He's He was definitely the type – uh, top tight end on the market. So right now, as we are going over this list, we have the top defensive lineman, edge rusher on the market, and we got the top tight end on the market. Now we're going to go get the best nickelback on the market, a uh, serious need as well for the Lions. Justin Coleman, um, four years, $36 million from Seattle. He played his first two years on the Patriots. Um, he was more of a rotational guy than he really uh, – leapt out and became a starter for Seattle the last two years, and that's why he got paid so much by the Lions. Yeah, and he's a Patricia yeah. guy. Patricia knows him well. Again, a good fit for the team. These guys are going to be able to walk right in and, and immediately contribute without, you know, the learning curve a lot of guys might need. I mean, I, I just uh, – these signings, yeah. I think our defense – as good as we played last year at the end of last year, which I think our defense is becoming one of the better ones in the in the league, these additions are wow. They're really going to add to it. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I like the signing. I I was surprised when I saw the the, the price, but uh, apparently that's the market, and uh, we had a need there. And uh, I didn't know too much about him. I was googling him, 
and I, I put that in the chat. The first thing that came up with is him intercepting Matthew Stafford on the on the goal line. I sent that out to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now he can't do that to us anymore. Um, just to throw a stat out there that really stuck out for Justin Coleman, especially last year. He did not allow a touchdown in coverage as the nearest defender when aligned in the slot in 2018. 74% of his snaps are at the slot. At... Well, that's so, becoming right. a key that's, position that's now, really too. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's on the field all the time. It, it Especially hurt us. in a Matt Patricia defense. Right. Well, you, you saw how it hurt us last year when we were, you know, we got a bit unreliable there in that position. Uh, we struggled a bit. I think this could really help oh, yeah. us for sure. Yeah, and yeah, what good. what do we talk about in this podcast last week? Um, it, this is the everybody uh, after today is calling the Lions uh, the Midwest Patriots or <laughs> something along those lines, you know? <laughs> right. And it it just they are so very much following the model. It's 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 uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, um, it just, is. But the fact that the Lions go out and pay this much to the cornerbacks, Darius Slay, now this Justin Coleman, um, investing a second round in Tease DeBoer, maybe that didn't pan out, but just, you know, so high capital. Mean, I'm just saying the uh, Lions and the Patriots' mean, way is investing in, court, in these defensive backs very heavily so they get this, these man – they're allowed to play man coverages and then do blitzes and stuff up the middle and get really creative. What was that, Rudd Dog? Yeah. Nothing. I was going to say, so that mean we got to draft an anemic quarterback in like the sixth round now? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Z. Uh, your point on the defensive backs, uh, I think was a good one. Uh, yeah, no, pay- I mean, we've just seen it uh, the, the past few years in the Patriots. But now, I mean, look – the one thing that we are not the Patriots way is the Patriots get away. Um, they win the Super Bowl every year or get the Super Bowl every year. They make these other guys look really good. They let them go. They get signed for big contracts. And they just pick up third-round pick after third-round pick after third-round pick. They do. So, yeah. at, after today, they'll get two more high third-round draft picks because of the high, the compensatory picks. Right, when, uh, yeah. I, I think the the Flowers one, though, that's not a guy who's out of gas, you know, like who they got all they could out of him. He's a young guy, and I think he's me a great fit with the Lions. Yeah. I think that makes a nice bookend with uh, Kennard, actually. That, would be, that can really you know, I, I, those two see, I know play you, off each other. I know what you said about the Patriots, you know, and the way they just sign third-rounders and they somehow make them great. You know, we, we have to get to a point first where we can start doing that. Like, we have to build this team up into a winner first, and then – the way they're doing this now, it, it looks like Quinn's almost building a rotation. The contracts aren't all on top of each other; they're sort of they're sort of uh, spread a little bit. So, like when one comes up, we're going to be afford to get rid of a guy here and there as as the next few years go by, you know, and replace him and stuff. We're, we're, remember how they uh, when Mayhew? It seemed like all the contracts would come up all at the same time. Well, there seems to be sort of a spread now. You know what I mean? Am I saying that right? Where they're spread out a little bit, they're not all on top of each other. I don't think we're going to have cap hell like we did before. The way Quinn's managing this here, this is definitely not yeah, like right? before. But in Martin Mayhew's defense, uh, uh, the Lions were under a different CBA when Matt Stafford was paid seventy million as a rookie quarterback. Adamic and Sue was paid, you know, fifty yeah. million. 
those that was an unbelievable time for uh, NFL contract. Right. And now and we had like we well, had three superstars in their prime that we were trying to keep. It was, yeah. That was kind of hard to do. It oh was. yeah. Oh yeah. With Calvin and Stafford. And, um, yeah. So I want to get to the last free agent. That's Julian Edelman. He signed this morning. Uh, he's he's clearly going to yeah. be the, the main slot receiver now for the Detroit Lions. Danny Amendola. Amendola. Oh, sorry. What did I say? <laughs> Julian Edelman. Wow, we got Edelman. Holy <laughs> yeah, Edelman too. Wow. One and the same, right? I always get those two confused. They're vir- I, virtually the I don't same think the only one with less stacks. I heard somebody saying that on the radio today, too. I think it's like a common – it's just a, a white Patriot receiver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fill in name. But, um, well, let me just let me just start off on this one because I, I, yesterday I saw you guys and I was like – because when I saw he was available, I'm like, I hope they don't get Amadola because I was like <laughs> – just because he's, he's – just because of his age, you know, and, and, uh, and I wanted somebody dynamic for that slot position. But then the more I thought about it, now that they, we actually have him, so now I'm rooting for him. Um, yeah, he, he is a you good. You drink the Kool Aid since then. Yeah, of course I do, and uh, <laughs> I think he's he's a he's a good reliable uh, guy to make a catch like five yards out, and uh, but he's not going to be breaking him anymore. But what I was thinking is this also shows possibly the confidence they have in Brandon Powell to step in later this year. You know, they're going to get yeah mm. as he develops to be the real slot guy of the future. Right. But, uh, this is just a one-year contract, with and not a not a huge investment. No. But what do you guys think guy, of the signing? He's going to move the chains. I, I like it. Uh, when you need that big first down, you know, that's what we got him for. He he, he finds a way to get open somehow. I don't know how, but he I, I he always like seems to be a, open. He's, I like him as a one-year uh, one-year contract. Like I mean, if we had signed him to anything beyond that, I would be kind of aggravated. I don't know if. Uh, if I, they see the future in the current guys, honestly, right there for slot, like it, what their thoughts on Paul are. I mean, I think he's got some potential, but I don't know if they – I don't get the sense just the way the end of the year last year that we had the guy they believe can be the slot on the roster right now. Wait, did you see the Packers game? Powell had his biggest game of the year. Yeah, he did. Against I mean, the Packers. Yeah. yeah, in that last game. He, he had a huge game. He's got potential. But I like He does. He is, but he'll still have to earn it in camp this year. Uh, there's by no yeah. means he's even on this roster, let alone. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm saying. My my thing when I looked at this initially, though, I'm thinking, basically, you're replacing Golden Tate with somebody, and Golden Tate was a spectacular player who could break tackles and go a long right. way. Amadola is not going to be doing that. But to, no, that, this stage of his to that end, we do not have your beloved Jim Bob Cooter anymore, a guy that's going to throw screen pass after screen pass out well, to the outside. We're expecting a lot more well, power running and a lot more play action out of this offense, I would imagine. Well, despite the loss of Cooter, I think we'll be okay with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Jim Bob. God rest his soul. He's stuck in New York with the Jets. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jim Bob. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the Edelman signing, I was like, oh, okay. We, we signed Edelman. Like, yeah. Oh my God. You did? Yeah. Oh, it, you said Edelman again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. We got to bleep that out. Oh. No, we don't wear a podcast. Yeah. Oh, man. They're <laughs> killing me. It's killing me. Amadola, yeah, think... as much as you – I know you said it yesterday, like, oh, like we'll probably sign in. It was almost too obvious, this signing, which is fine. Yeah, what, what, 
Which is fine. Uh, they, I mean, we saw last year, there were some guys clearly in that locker room that uh, didn't fit the uh, culture. And as much as – the Amendola signing, as much as a, a help – like an on-field signing as it is an off-field signing in terms of totally solidifying I, uh, that culture, especially on the offensive side of the ball where maybe Matt Patricia doesn't have as much of, uh, you know, influence as on the defensive side. See, I agree. I think a lot of this is about the culture. And that's what uh, Patricia's trying to establish here. And, uh, and he needs a little help from guys he knows. I mean, it's just the way it is. But I, I, I'm i sold on it, man. I, I'm, I'm telling you, once this team starts believing, look out. Sky's the limit. And uh, Amendola will help in, in all those respects, including in the locker room. So I think it was a pretty good signing. But it's funny. It was like a collective ho-hum, you know, when they signed him. You know, oh, God. Huh? Yeah, that's exciting. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, oh, the day goes violent. They, they signed who? Trey Flowers? Oh, my God. Jesse James? What? <laughs> it's the, the day you went got crazy, man. Lions fans just woke out of their long slumber today. It was, it was, oh, what a day. 311. 311 <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. they'll remember that for a while. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I read it. Somebody, somebody <laughs> said they, they signed Edelman, but apparently that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What if they accidentally signed Edelman instead of Amendola? They, you just couldn't tell them apart. I don't know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be really interested to see what these contracts turn out to be. If we're looking at yeah. all the numbers right now, the Lions came in with about forty-five million dollars um, to spend, and we're not like we're not. I don't think we're like the Raiders where they literally have no more cash to spend. Apparently, I don't know if you saw that report today. The the cat the Raiders they signed Antonio Brown, but. And they want to get Le'Veon Bell, but they can't get Le'Veon Bell because they literally have no more real cash to spend. They had to take out all these loans and things like that. Yeah, Trent Trent Brown, the tackle, they signed him for sixty six million dollars. What, what a perplex! That guy was traded for a six round pick <laughs> last year. Four wow. years, four years, sixty six million dollars. Jeez, he was a mediocre yeah. right tackle literally um, a year ago, and now he is. The highest paid offensive tackle in NFL history. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> only the only the Patriots can do something like turn a player on like that. <laughs> the Raiders are just like ridiculous retarded. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, hey, but they're just I don't know what they're doing. They're they're uh <laughs> they're uh they're a fun team to observe from the outside and not, you know, be a fan of by any means. Yeah. I they make it entertaining yeah. for better definitely for worse. Uh, uh, just, just fun. It's all around fun over there, especially John Gruden. <laughs> John Gruden loves his thirty and up, thirty-year-old players and up. Yeah, he, he really hates rookies. I think Gruden's going to be gone in another year. <laughs> I'm telling you, this well, team's going to get worse. It's, it's funny hearing reports that they're uh, so cash-strapped, and he is making ten million dollars a year as as a head coach, which is yeah. easily the highest in the league. I think maybe besides well, yeah. Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick does is a GM and a head coach. But are you saying they're cash strapped? Like the the organization is literally just doesn't have enough money. Correct. Are you saying? Wait, so you're not saying like they're up against the cap. You're saying they're literally the former. Yeah. For. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, wow. I didn't even know that. That's why they got to move to Vegas. Well. Nevada's paying them seven hundred fifty million dollars to move to Vegas. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. back to the Lions, back to the drinking. Okay, blue yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the blue <laughs> Um So, I mean, I talked about the cap right there because I'm, I'm guessing the Lions have, if you take all these numbers that they're true per year average, which is probably not completely true, um, 
the Lions have probably $12 million left to spend, and you're, you're going to have to give at least, what, five, six, seven uh, million to the draft class? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's only about $5 million of local room. I'm not sure how much, what else we're going to see out uh, the Lions in the free agency after today. That might be like some small signings because we still got to get a safety. Um, we still need a quarter. And the big one, and kind of how I want to lead into this, is the draft talk is Bob Quinn, our guy, our boy, our fearless leader. Uh, he has drafted an offensive lineman in the first round twice. Is he going to do it again after all these moves today? That's, oh, that's no. a big question. Uh, I mean, exactly. there is no real offensive lineman that's been valued at eighth overall. That's the only problem I see here. Uh, I mean, if but there man, were guys, we our gaping, our biggest gaping hole after today is the offensive line on the right guard spot. I agree. Hey, you know what they could do though? They they might be able to trade down. I mean, well, that's which, the thing. Is there a value there or not? Well, we'll have to see. There's do a couple lines. Do, no matter what? do they just do it no matter what? We still need linebacker too. I mean, yeah. we uh, lost Christian Jones, right? No, Christian Jones is still on the roster. Yeah, he's still. Now. Devin Taylor. I mean, uh, not Devin, Devin Taylor. White. Devin, Devin White. White. Devin White. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need. No, I was thinking of uh, Jawan Taylor as the offensive tackle that's, like, highly rated. Right. Uh, but, and uh, Joe, like a Jonah? Jonah Williams is the number one offensive lineman rated right now on the board. He is. He played tackle at Alabama. Um, but he's known as being pretty versatile. The guy I really like personally is a guy named Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. That guy's a beast. He is. Uh, he is a pure guard. Uh, he, he's not quite Quinn Nelson-esque, though. Uh, he, he would be a late first-round guy more. So if yeah, the Lions I don't see us trade back, doing that, that would... in the first round. Do you, do you see that? First round? No. Off some line? I don't see that. I don't unless we trade back. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I mean, I have no problem with them taking an offensive lineman if they truly believe it because uh, – I'm still all for building the trenches every year. They need to keep oh, yeah. keep doing it, baby. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, but UJ, what if Josh Allen and Devin White were on the board? And we well, well, here's the thing: <laughs> with with the moves they've made now, we're all we're really lacking is maybe a number two corner, and yeah. and man, Devin White would look so good in a lion uniform, man. Oh, fly, oh yeah. flying around the field. This defense would be that linebacking core would be sick. We still need another edge rusher, though, too, I think. Yeah. What about I, but first of all, I just want to point this out. Uh, just just listen for a moment just how sweet it sounds. Trey, uh, Trey Flowers, Snacks Harrison, Sean Robinson, Deshaun Hand. Oh, what a, what, a, what a defensive line we've built up the last couple of years. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. And that, you didn't even mention Julian Aquara. Well, he's a rotational guy. Aquara. I mean, well, yeah. he's not a guy that strikes he fear. He put up the same amount of sacks as, he's, as Trey Flowers. He's still rotational, though, today. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah, he's considered a yeah. starter. And I didn't watch Romeo Aquara and say, like, wow, that, that guy's just taking over game. That guy, that guy's more just hustling uh, after a good coverage sack. Yeah. That's what I get out of him. Right. He's a great hustle guy. He's going to give you 100% effort. He's a total, like, you know, he's yeah. totally he's, bought into the system. That's why he got extended. He's strong at the point of attack and holds the edge, and he can get after the passer. But as far as, like, getting excited about, you know, like, you know, top names and, like, a fearful defensive line, those are the names that really stick out. Yeah. So these, yeah what if uh, versatile guys? Uh, uh, what if uh, Quinn and Williams was on the board? 
Well, that, know, see, well, that would him. be that would take be him. insane. You had take to him. take him in a heartbeat. Take him. Yeah, I think he would have to. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I doubt he will be, but I have seen a couple mocks where he's fallen that far. But it, it, I, I doubt it. But I would. Love I doubt it, it too. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well look, Ashawn comes up. This kid's contract comes up next year. So if we we take a guy like that, you know, he goes off and gets big money. We still got these guys yeah. coming up. I mean, this is what I mean. We got to keep drafting these guys you know yeah as we learned from the past you know when we let sue go he right too many of those guys yeah no you can't truly can't i will be really curious to see if the lions pick up another safety here or if they don't if they really believe in uh tracy walker being able to step up and start next year he definitely showed flashes of it last year i think they do like him but we'll probably get another guy yeah Oh, well, we gotta get loose. I mean, there. the remaining top safeties right now that are probably out of our price range uh, now is Adrian Amos and uh, Haha Clinton Dix. Uh, What's yeah. so funny about that? But <laughs> 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 um, yeah. um I'm here Sadejo all week, just, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Sadejo and Georgia Loca just got released by the Vikings. Those could maybe be two cheaper options the Lions look at here as. Free agency continues on. Otherwise, uh, oh, and Jimmy Ward. I forgot about him as well. Former Northern Illinois guy as well. Uh, yeah. He's 28 years old. He's also on the free agent market. He might be a cheap option. I always personally like them. But I mean, there's a bunch of cheap safety options. I can't believe how much money got thrown around at safety, especially to the Landon Collins deal that we mentioned before, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think anybody else yeah. is even offering close to that. It, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, but I mean, Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, did get uh, three years, forty-two million. So he got fourteen million a year. Unreal. That's a healthy chunk of change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, some big okay. contracts. Yeah, I can't believe some of this money these guys are getting. It's incredible. <laughs> or, yeah. or, or do Lions? Do Lions believe Kenny Wiggins can step up and be their starting right? Card? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't, I, what about Crosby? I, I I really thought they were going to put him at guard, but they didn't even bother putting him in there at any point in practice last year. Or, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That was kind of in, that was yeah. interesting. I thought they drafted him to be more, more of this versatile guy, and maybe they will. Maybe they'll yeah. maybe they'll try him out this year. Is TJ Lang? Is he? Is he? Re, I don't think he said he's going to retire yet. No, he's a free agent now. So yeah, yeah. he hasn't determined yet. He was praising all the Lions' uh, free agency moves today. He's, he's a Lions fan at heart, I feel. And, and it's oh, just yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. mind retaining him with a restructured contract. Well, I think if they were, they would have done that by now. So uh, You don't know. Right. There's time. There's time. <laughs> yeah. What, did you guys – you guys saw the statement, right, when he left? Yeah. And, uh, which is interesting because when we're, we're talking about the guys they're bringing in and the culture they're trying to create. And he kind of talked about that and how uh, fans should believe in this because I mean he sounded sincere. Yeah, and uh, he did that 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 they have a plan and you know they're trying to build a championship and like stick with the team and you know that he's still sticking with the team. You know he believes in it. So yeah, I and I'm excited with this with these what what they have coming in with these free agent moves and we have a, a draft ahead of us. It's going to be an exciting season next year with uh, a lot of new people. In place, without a doubt. Devin White, yeah, yo, oh, God. <laughs> I know. You're, you're all gonna bug you bug the hell out of me with this. Well, I'm, his name I'm telling you though. You know, I couldn't tell, Big Z. I couldn't tell. 
I'm just not as completely sold on him. So I think he's a really good player, and he's definitely my prediction right now for the Lions to draft. Uh, or at least he's definitely up in the top three. I just uh, I can't wrap my head completely around it. I just I think the Lions still might go D line, and Brian Burns uh, I think might be the one that. You think Brian Burns? I, I I do. I think that's who they're going to lean toward, just because he's so versatile. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't be I bad either. About that. that wouldn't be bad yeah, either. Stud. He had like similar measurable to Javadian Clown. He had the clown rifle. I don't know. I just I just imagine there Devin White with that speed in the middle of the field, man. Him and Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Davis. Holy cow. I mean, oh, yeah. this defense would be so fast. My God. It's just something to think about. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Montez Sweat if he's still there? I mean, because he can. He's kind of versatile, linebacker, DN. Yeah, he's freaking cra- crazy I'm, I'm, athletic. I'm mixed know. about that. Just you know, he's a combine, you know, superstar. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't always translate. No. I know. Yeah. I mean, he has been. It's not like he just became a combine superstar out of the blue, though. He was always in the conversation, or at least on the peripheral of the conversation for our area of picking. Yeah, so, I mean, I saw and then he blew this. up the combine after that. So I mean, he's always been, you know, slotted around us for a while. So I mean, true. So you know, he obviously had something on tape, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure about him either. Though I get the sense that he gets by on his athletic ability and it has to be a lot, you know. Worked with a lot, but when you run four four at two sixty, <laughs> yeah, I was watching some of his film and and his speed does show on the film when he's chasing a quarterback. Uh, he gets pretty fast, so uh, he can cause some havoc in the backfield. But yeah, and like, and, they, and like we said, uh, Matt Patricia really likes to you know get these guys that are just full out effort, and if they can chase down the quarterback, maybe that's. I mean, yeah. that, that's a huge plus. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I just really I want to just go back to Trey Flowers again. Just how excited I am. We've been talking about this guy for weeks and weeks. <laughs> they finally actually get him. I, I mean, the Lions never get the guy we actually want. So I mean, it, it's unbelievable yeah. that we actually got him. Uh, that is, you're this right. Guy, <laughs> this guy is like the model patriot in every way. Like he will do whatever he's asked to do on a weekly basis, and he'll do it to the best of. Like anybody's ability, and that's why he's so highly sought after. Uh, the guy can just do anything on the field that you ask him to do, at least from a defensive line standpoint. And I think he has a knack of making a big play when you need one, you know? Yeah. We need more guys like that. Absolutely. That's what Bob Quinn said in his uh, right in his press conference, that we need more defensive playmakers because the Lions definitely left. Um, big plays last year on defense yeah. side of the ball. It's funny. The first play of the year last year, pick six. Uh, oh, what a what a year! And then uh, the the defense uh, quickly went downhill for a while there after that. Yeah, and Willie yeah. Willie started finally getting the sink uh, later in the season when unfortunately we were virtually out of the playoff picture. Well, once we got snacks, things turned around pretty fast for our defense. That's true, uh, man. Just snacks and Trey Flowers on the same D line. With yeah. an improved, mm. with a healthy uh, Deshaun Hand and uh, a Sean Robinson that, yeah, uh, just improved wildly at, uh, last year is just extremely exciting. That's why I, I think I want one more edge guy, just a completely beastly D line. It just gets me all excited. 
You don't, you don't think you know? <laughs> Z, yeah. Z, Z, what gets you more excited, that or, or like that big tight end we got today, Jesse James? What oh, gets you more excited? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I got I, I to gotta go D-line, but, man, uh, Je, Jesse James is a really exciting one for me. <laughs> that's why, Rud Dog, you mentioned uh, TJ Hawkinson. Oh, man, that would be a pretty lethal and – very death, uh, a lot of depth on the, at the tight end position compared to where we were. A lot of ago. depth. It's a lot of depth. You depth, know what? Depth. Depth. Hey, but with these depth. signings, with these signings we made, I could actually see him picking him now. I mean, I. Yeah. It, it would all of a sudden a, a position of uh, of non-strength or a weak position now becomes a position of strength too. I think I mean, by signing Jesse James, especially because he's so young. Uh, I mean, twenty-four. It, I think the Lions definitely don't don't pick one until the, the, at least the third round, personally. And it's a pretty deep tight end draft. True. So yeah, uh, I I I don't see them going with Hawkinson or the or Font, the 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 presumptive top two tight ends. I'm looking. Well, at- I definitely don't want Font. That's like another Ebron right there. Yeah, I personally am maybe looking at this guy. His name Caden Smith. He would be a second-round guy. Or this Jay Sternberger out of Texas A&M, 6'4", um, 250. Those would be the two names I would look out for uh, later in the second or third round as possible tight end. Yeah. But I, I, I think the Lions, they got to go offensive line at some point in this draft, I feel, unless they're going to surprise us with just you know a cheap veteran option. And hope he works out. Because guard, you can always plug in, I think. That's the easiest one to plug of all the offensive line positions. Right. Yeah, because there's going to be guys cut later, you know, that are going to be available. Um, you know, we might yeah. pick up somebody late, late, you know. No, yeah, I like the idea drafted one, though. Somewhere in the top three rounds, you know, personally. And I think we need to keep doing that every year. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that is the one thing I love about Bob Quinn, though he values the the line so much. It's taken him a while to come around to the defensive line uh, a little bit. Yeah, he, well. he focused that offensive line first, but now he's focused um, on the defensive line. And uh, yeah. I, I just really see this thing rounding out, and it's getting re- all, all jittery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh. Hey, I need a cigarette, Zach. Have a cigarette. We definitely need to add a receiver still. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we do need one more at least uh, receiver. I want speedster. I like the guy you've been talking about, Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. Like oh, baby. I want that speed. Oh yeah. I Andy Isabella will get me really excited, man. It, I mean, the fact <laughs> that we got Trey Flowers, I think anything possible <laughs> right now. <laughs> Zach is so excited. <laughs> hey Z, that's gonna be the ti- the title of the podcast this week. Z gets excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I was pumping my fist at work. I was high fiving people. It was great, and they don't even know what they were high fiving me for. So <laughs> if they do, they probably would re- actually retract the high five. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a really exciting day. I mean, we haven't had a day like this in free agency with the Lions in a while. I mean, we all got excited when Golden Tate got signed, but I mean, there hasn't been a day like this where the, no. the headline they uh, they they win the they win the day. You know, and, and as they always say, you know, you win free agency, yeah. you win the Super Bowl. So 
Last time, you know, I remember actually making a big splash in free agency like this was when we, I think it was we got uh, Tolok and Glover Quinn in the same offseason. Oh, yeah. Tolok was a big name at that time, too. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Quinn. Quinn was an up-and-comer and pretty well-established well guy, anyway. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I, and that, yeah. was a big, big signing, too, when we got Lane. And that wasn't was it Bannon Bosch that year, too? Wasn't that, like, Schwartz's first year? But, yeah, I mean, we've had – like that – I'm just saying that was the last real big one, and that was a big turnaround time period, too. So, maybe this is the – Yeah. You know. And there are still a lot of um, wide receivers on the open market here. So, we might be able to get a good deal on one. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, just a notable name, uh, Randall Cobb, uh, Ryan Grant, Cordell Patterson. Uh, there's Sean another Patriots. Uh, Chris Hogan's is still available, another Patriots guy. So. Is Deshaun Jackson <laughs> landed somewhere yet? Deshaun Jackson got traded to the Eagles. Oh, he really yeah. traded. That's good. I mean, he basically forced his way to the Eagles. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, Michael Crabtree still available. That's an always a reliable guy. Cole Beasley, I, that's actually who I thought the Lions might go after, but he is still available. Adam Humphreys was a guy I was I was hoping for. That was a guy named on this podcast before. He signed with the Titans, unfortunately, for four years, thirty six, the same deal that uh, Coleman got. But that's okay. I you can plug and play a lot more at receiver. I feel than yeah. uh, that special defensive back, especially defensive back, is just so valuable well, these days. From your uh, what you're saying about the cap, we wouldn't have been able to afford him anyway. I mean, because we need that money for our, uh, yeah. our class, and we wanted to get Trey Flowers. Yeah, you know, or you, you, priorities. You could do the uh, Martin Mayhew way and try to sign as many guys as you can, and just backload all these contracts, and then you're screwed uh, later later on. Yeah, uh, but as we have found out before, uh, that is definitely not a recipe for success. Usually, yeah, no. Comes back yeah. to bite. No, that's a terrible. And I mean, look, the Patriots always let these guys go. They're never in any sort of, you know, cap hell. It's quite remarkable, actually. Can you, do you guys know what round Trey Flowers was drafted in off the top of your head? Fourth. Yep. Fourth round draft pick. I mean, the typical Patriots uh, success, yeah. su- success story. <clears throat> so it, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Are you excited? It is, un- yeah. it is unbelievable. I mean, look, look at uh, just to go back to the Patriots one more time. They got so they drafted Isaiah Wood in the first round last year to be their starting left tackle. He tears his ACL in practice in the preseason. They trade a six round pick. That guy ends up signing the biggest uh, free agent offensive uh, offensive lineman contract in NFL history. So it's and now they get the first round draft pick this year to be their actual starter. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. There's a reason that team wins every year. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's called uh, cheating. It's quite unbelievable. Yeah, and that's that why cheating, I don't yeah. mind being called the Midwest Patriots. Quite honestly, why yeah. not model yourself after well, the model as long franchise? As, as long as we don't fall by the wayside of all these other coaches that left there and tried to copy no. the Patriots way and no, yeah. I'm I'm telling well, as you long as our as long as our owner isn't visiting any uh, Asian uh, massage parlors in Florida, <laughs> yeah, um, no re- no respect. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh god, no respect at all. Well, I'm I'm glad we could get on this podcast uh, today to talk about 
the my one of my most excited days in a while being a Lions fan. I mean, outside of you know, of course, making the playoffs. And well, we haven't gotten that playoff victory yet, but when they get that, that'll be my most exciting day. But I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid hard right now. This this is a fantastic day. Man, see that cigarette's gonna be tasting really good. <laughs> you are. I've never seen you so excited before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I just want to. I want the season to start today. That the, the NFL is the. I mean, football is the worst because the off season is so damn long. But damn, it's so worth it when you get to that Sunday. That's part of why it's so great. Yeah, and then you. Start- know. How many how many days left till camp starts? <laughs> are we are we doing our countdown? Yeah, but but when we get the the draft is going to be fun too. When we get those new guys, then we keep get excited about it. You guys we're coming building. In. If you are curious how many days it is to the NFL season, it's September 5th, 2019. That's 178 days away. <laughs> all right. I just love this time of year, how it's all so fresh. And now we're going to, you know, draw from the eternal well of optimism and build this team up from, an, you know, from the foundation to the best team ever in our minds. And then, you know, the first snap of the game, it's like an interception, and the season just goes down the drain from that point on, and you're just like, ah, why do I root for this team? And it's like, ah. But that's not going to happen this year. So, you know. No. No, you know, we do do that every year. We get optimistic <laughs> and everything. But, fun, though. but I'm telling you, just looking at it realistically, I think our, our talent level is so much better than it has been in the past. And I don't know. I, I, and I really think – I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but I think Patricia is a damn good coach, and I think he's going to have this team winning once they all start buying into his deal. I'm telling you, it's it's going to happen. You heard it here, folks. And we can't even exclude yeah. the fact that if the Lions can come out hot, they're in a playoff race. There's always these teams that fail, need to get rid of a really talented guy midseason. We've seen it more and more the last few years. That can be an extra piece as well, especially a receiver uh, along those lines. Those are usually the type of guys that are available. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's great. I mean, this is a great time here. The combine, then the free agency starts. Uh, I mean, I, I personally love March Madness. Then – the, we had Game of Thrones, and then we got the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Hey, uh, you, good times. I'm going to count. That's the only bad part of the year. But, you know, that's why I made the I think we traded. Uh, yeah. You, were, yeah. Uh, you weren't on the podcast when we were talking about the combine. But uh, as a Patricia guy, what would you think of uh, Patricia's look? He's got the cap on. He's got the neat trimmed beard. And he had, like, he looked kind of trimmed beard, the stylish, cap. you know. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Kind of look a little preppy there. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a strange look. Usually he's wearing but a hey, garbage bag, and you know. he got tired of looking like he lived in a van down yeah. by the river. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like when he cleans up his act a little bit. I think I think it would do him well to clean up his act just a tad. You know, yeah. it looks just look a little neater out there. Yeah. I but, mean, as long as it wins, whatever. Who cares? Did you watch? Did you watch? Exactly. The, did you watch the video of their press conference at all, though, uh, over the combine, or at least read some of the comments? They were. I read some of the they, comments. Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia were very confident. Uh, they they uh, they just kind of had a little bit of swagger to them that they their plan was coming more into focus. And you can oh, you I can agree. see after today that they clearly did their uh, they their work to get these signings. I mean, they happened almost immediately today. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Flowers 
had like the market at his feet, and he didn't even wait around at all to make a commitment. No, nope. like, he didn't well, play the game because technically we're not supposed to talk to these guys right until the the, the clock hits midnight. <laughs> I mean, well, no, there, no, but legal, nobody right. uh, the legal tampering period, right? When yeah. That- Right, yeah. legal tampering. Yeah, they put quotes around it. But, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I'm excited, man. I'm telling you. And I I'll say right now, I'm I'm all in with the Patricia regime here in Quinn. I think we're gonna see some great things, man. Great things. All yep. right. And then it all just comes back to Stafford, though, right? We had, we didn't even yeah, mention him I mean, in this podcast yet, but. It, it, no, I think we may have to dedicate one just to him coming up here. I mean, it, well, now he's got his uh, little receiver to throw to, so that'll help. He'll be happier, boy, this year. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Stafford, to be honest with you. He, he had a down year, but I'm not overly concerned about him at the moment. Yeah. No, Personally, I, I think having Stafford is one of the pluses going into next year. Well, having yeah. Stafford is always a plus, especially, you know, for the people on this podcast that we truly believe in Stafford. So, yes. And it will finally come to fruition. And there will definitely still be offensive additions to be made here going forward. And if there's anything else, um, you know, a big signing or something like that, we'll definitely hop on this podcast. But just a, a great day to be alive, boys. Great day to be alive. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so thank you everybody for listening. Um, this is drinking boo Kool-Aid. Please listen, uh, keep on listening. Please subscribe. Please share, leave a review. Uh, we greatly appreciate it as always. Tell your friends, tell your family. <laughs> yes. Yes. And keep on drinking that Kool-Aid. Oh yeah, baby. So last Ow! but not least, go. go. Down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details